This episode of the If You Ask Betty podcast is brought to you by TechSmith's Camtasia. Camtasia is the easiest way to create engaging training videos, and it's a must-add for your learning design toolbox. Learn more at Camtasia.com. Welcome to the If You Ask Betty podcast. This podcast is designed to discuss all kinds of development topics for all kinds of learning professionals. I'm your host, Betty Danowitz, and today we're talking with Mariah Manuel Berry about how she implemented augmented reality in her learning organization. Hi, Mariah. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Can you help our listeners get to know you a little bit better? Can you give us a quick intro about you and maybe even how we met? Thank you, first of all, Betty, for having me to be a part of this podcast. Um, I've done two podcasts in my entire life, and the first one was with my husband. So this is my time. Like, <laughs> so I'm so very happy. Uh, but yeah, so um, I am a learning and development just passionate person, a coach, a trainer. Um, I currently uh, work for one of the greatest companies in the whole wide world, one that uh, believes in the isms and the culture and the client and the team members. I have been in my role now um, for about three weeks, <laughs> maybe a month. Um, I've been with the company uh, overall for about eight months. So yeah, in my current role, um, I lead a training team where I actually am getting to develop and grow individuals um, from beginning to end, including this particular team in our business area. Prior to that, I obtained my degree from Oakland University and um, having my master's degree in training and development, just looking for the best opportunity. And this one came my way. So how we met, craziest thing. Um, I was at a point where I was transitioning, uh, like I mentioned before, wanting to use my master's degree. I was actually interviewing for positions and considering a few different companies. And I had taken on this new role um, at the company I'm a part of now. And I went to an ATD event and Betty was there presenting at one of the round tables um, and I literally looked at LinkedIn, Betty, when I messaged you about your presentation, I literally said, can you send me your AR badge thingy? So that just goes to show you <laughs> that your presentation was my first introduction to augmented reality. So that was um, January of this year. Here we go, uh, eight months, nine months later, and... Uh, we've been using it for, for as long as you've introduced it to us. So thank you. I'm so excited to hear the story behind it. Woo um, <laughs> yeah. And the ATD event that we met at, it was, uh, I was doing speed learning. So I don't remember if yes. I'm in my first, second or third session, but whoo, that was a, I was exhausted after that. That's for sure. Yeah. So after you left that ATD event and you learned a little bit about AR. Specifically, I showed you how to do it with Zapper, yes, um, or at least gave you an idea of that. What about that? When you left there, what was appealing to you? What what made you feel like you know what? I really want to add this to my learning solutions. The craziest thing is I am the least of the least of technology 
people. So like if you if you put me on the list of those who are, you know, the future in technology, I'm like number zero. So you never have to worry about that. But um I think for me it was how you explained it and how you showed it was so simple, you know. So um with me not feeling comfortable with technology and seeing this app and seeing how not only I reacted to it, but to those that are around me who were at that event, how they reacted to it. Um, that's what really intrigued me. And then the one thing I am is very innovative. So I may not be able to do it with technology, but I'm a deep thinker. I can you know, mm-hmm. think about things and ponder on it. Um, I am super intuitive when it comes to certain things. and. And that made me think of an opportunity that we had in our training program that I was developing where I had experienced it. Um, my first day on the job, I, we do this huge orientation all day. And at the end of the day, your leader comes to get you. And if I had to compare it to anything, it's like your mom picking you up from the first day of school, right? So you just got to meet all your new friends and your teacher and you're excited. And then mom comes to get you. Well, sadly to say my mom or my leader <laughs> had the flu. So she should, oh. she couldn't come and get me. She, I was just sitting there. And if you've ever been in this scenario, um, then you know the part where all your friends are leaving and they're waving by and you're still sitting. Girl, I was always the last kid. Like I was the kid in the office with Uh everybody waiting to go home. They wanted my my mom to show up so they could go home. I get it. I totally get it. Yes, I was that girl as well. And it took me back there. And then out of nowhere, uh, individuals who reported to her came and picked me up. So I called them like my auntie, right? My auntie came at six. Yeah. And they took me across the street and they showed me around and, you know, quickly introduced me to some things, set me up with, you know, some things that I needed for overnight. And then I left and went home. And then the next day I came back, of course, my leader was still sick. She had the flu. She didn't have like, you know, a 24 hour flu. She had the flu. So she was out for a little while and I had just started this new company. Now she reached out to me. She made me, you know, know she was available and all that other stuff. However, because of your introduction, it made me think of what if we had the opportunity for new team members to meet their leader, even if their team leader wasn't there that day. Mm-hmm. And not only their team leader, but other team leaders. So what if we set them up for success and for that support and practice our um, culture from the very first moment? So. They, you know, get picked up by whoever they get picked up from, or, you know, you wanted to be their team leader, but, you know, things happen. We figure things out. So somebody else comes and pick them up. They get to their desk. And this is where um, your idea, augmented reality idea came into play. We created certificates to basically say, welcome to your first day or your future from the training team. And on there, we incorporated a zapper um, mm-hmm. icon where they could then meet the leaders from their phone. So there was a video from the training team, me and my peer at the time, we were both the you know new trainers or whatever. Um, we put all the leaders on there, some fun facts, their favorite movie, favorite candy, whatever, and an actual video. 
So new team members, now when they got picked up by whoever, they still got to meet all the leadership team and their training team the first day. So it was great. That is a fantastic use of augmented reality. And I love how you laid all that out too, because you made it sound simple and easy because folks, it is like, I don't know how many times I have to preach this, especially when it comes to Zapper, um, <laughs> you know, and I did not get paid by Zapper. I'm just going to make sure. I mean, if they want to pay me, we can talk about it, but that's not what's happening. I, it's so quick and easy. Um, mm -hmm. You're not, like you said, you are admittedly not tech savvy no. and you grabbed onto this idea. And so I love that. Um, so tell us a little bit about what was the process that you went through to integrate it? Because sure enough, like this is like your legit first day at this company and you're like, oh, y'all need augmented reality. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. So again, I want to emphasize the culture of our company. Yeah. It's yeah. not like any other. So it's a, a supportive culture where you raise your hand, you raise the level of awareness of people around you, and you are innovative. And if you can execute your worship, it's like, wow, you pulled yeah. this thing off. Um, so, yeah, but it did require some buy in. I'm not going to make it seem like we're not um, a, a group of individuals who aren't human because that would be crazy, right? So it still required me to develop a plan. So um, it required me also to collaborate, partner with my team uh, mate, because again, he wasn't there. <laughs> you know, I went mm -hmm. to the presentation. Um, so yeah, so that's when I reached out to you and I said, hey, can you send me over your AR badge thingy? And <laughs> the thingy, uh, yeah. Yeah, we used your thingy to then show him, look at how cool this is. You know, we downloaded the app on our phones. He bought into it. So now at least I have my partner. So then yeah. he was more tech savvy than uh, um, I was. He actually had come from a tech company. And that wasn't the thing. The thing was because he felt comfortable, he could then record us. So he came up with a plan of, you know, how will we record ourselves? Where will we stand? What will we say? How will we, you know, cut the video? We upload it on YouTube. So he came up with all that. How do mm -hmm. we get the video done? Yeah. I'm more of the organizer, you know, inclusive type of person. So then I reached out to our leadership team, um, who was at least, you know, 15 people, including my senior director, and said, Hey, this is the plan. This is what we want to implement. We need, you know, you to answer these questions. We need your picture. We need, you know, that type of thing. And, and arranging those things took a little while, especially when you have so many different leaders. Um, never did we ever get somebody to say, no, I'm not doing it. Everybody wanted to be a part of it because we had something to show them. So I think yeah. by having your example, it helped with the buy-in. So if I had to give any suggestions, it would be when you're trying to implement something like this, make sure you have something to show. Because yeah. it's not always as easy to explain as it is to pull it off. Um, so yeah, so from there we, you know, created a quick little video. Welcome to training. You know, we're so excited to have you. Um, we then grabbed the pictures, grabbed their feedback. We threw it all on Zapper, and before you knew it, we were up and we were done. So okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> and this is the first time I've heard that you showed off my my zap code yeah, to yeah. all those people. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I'm happy about that. So 
All right. So we're, so you kind of mentioned this a little bit, but were there any delays or roadblocks? It sounds like there weren't many roadblocks, but some delays just to get the content. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. with any project, it requires you to plan, right? Mm -hmm. And it also mm -hmm. requires a level of organization. Luckily, we had full autonomy in our roles where we could, you know, make decisions. However, you know, when you're including a lot of people, you have to organize an email and then set a deadline and then follow up from those who didn't respond the first mm -hmm. time. You know, so yeah. that did require some organization. And then of course we have to tape. And for, you know, ladies and gentlemen out there, you really don't just wake up and say, Hey, I'm gonna be on TV today. So I say, Hey, we need to schedule this, you know, <laughs> like yeah. hair appointment, you know, so right. Right. Like that have to be taken into consideration. Um, but no, but it took us no time. And then from there, once we had um, the video, once we had uh, the feedback from everybody, maybe about a week later, we then were able to easily create a certificate and throw it all you know, together. So then that way, for that next class of individuals who were coming in, we could test it out. And it went really well. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, oh, gets me so excited to hear about it. And I want to tap back to something that you said about having something to show them. The key to getting AR, getting people's buy-in, is you have to have a prototype. It doesn't have to be mine, although I'm flattered. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you got to prototype something. They have to be able to see it because describing it does no justice. Like there's exactly. no there's no way to describe it. Um, I'm, I hope you told them your story about how you were waiting for your mom to pick you up, but she had the flu. I know it's not your mom, <laughs> but you know, I hope you use that like to pull on their heartstrings because that would have been great too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something that we're used to in our environment. Um, we're a fast paced moving company. Um, yeah. so it, it doesn't always lend itself to, you're going to get the perfect situation. That doesn't sure. always happen. And I mean, clearly coronavirus has showed us <laughs> that uh -huh. this is just the way things are. So um, I think AR has allowed us to be a little more creative and still not lose who we are as a company, yeah. as a business organization. So um, our team members didn't feel slighted. You know, they didn't feel like, oh, somebody didn't pick me up and now I get here for a certificate. They were happy to see it. It mm -hmm. actually you know, took that level of engagement a step up. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it was something that all of the team leaders and team members could relate to because everybody's been that kid before, you know? Yeah, when yeah. So, so as far as the results, again, you kind of already alluded to this, um, but like, what are some success stories? Are there, are there stories where people have actually come back to you and told the, told you like what this type of interaction meant to them? No stories. And, and okay. I'll be honest and say, I think a lot of it had to do with our transition. So of course, mm -hmm. this was a physical certificate while we were in the building sure. around each other, you know, so Going from that to now everything being virtual, uh, nobody's picking their kid up. You know what I mean? So little yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that dynamic isn't there or even yeah. required anymore. Um, so yeah, so I'm sure that when we get back in office and I'm so grateful, I have some amazing um, new trainers who just joined our organization. So 
when we're all back in office and everybody is able to engage on that level, I think we will see, you know, a lot of different responses, experiences, and maybe this even being something that expands because any business area can relate to definitely wanting to be there, but not always being able to be there. Yeah. How do you still make that interaction happen? Hey there, I got to pause the show for just a minute and talk a little more about Camtasia from TechSmith. I have been a Camtasia user for the past three years, and it is a staple in my learning toolbox. I do not know what I would do without it. I use Camtasia at my day job for any and all video and audio recording and editing on my PC. Also, much of the freelance work I do is in video and audio editing and voiceover work. I use Camtasia for all of that. In fact, I've edited many episodes of the If You Ask Betty podcast in Camtasia on my iMac. Just for being an If You Ask Betty listener, you can get 10% off Camtasia with maintenance at Camtasia.com by using the promo code AskBetty. Just enter AskBetty at checkout and grab this great deal. Check it out at Camtasia.com today. Okay, back to the show. So what would you say was the amount of time it took you to roll it out from like, the, that moment that you decided you were sitting there waiting for your pickup and you were like, we need augmented reality till you actually rolled out the first one. Like, what would you guess was the time frame? We did a reach out on February 10th. So if we backtrack, I met you in January and just got the position in January. Uh, <laughs> February 10th, I'm saying, hey, guys, I need this information. Um, and, uh, looking based on my information here, I think I gave maybe about, you know, a few days, maybe at least a week so that people can, you know, have time to kind of take a look at what we had and then decide what they wanted to do as it relates to the picture. Cause that's always a big thing, the picture, sure, sure, sure. Get yeah. a good picture. So, yeah. So, and I think we rolled it out by... I want to say it was rolled rolled out by the end of February. It didn't take that long. Yeah, it was like once you once you have the information you need, once you have you know if you're doing a video, a video set up, video recorded, you know, out online. I mean, making a certificate on you know Microsoft isn't that hard. All we did was Mm -hmm. make a certificate and and took the Zapper um, logo and stuck it on there. So no, it didn't take too long and. By the time we had our next class, and our classes are generally held um, on, they usually start on like Tuesday. So that kind of mm-hmm. gives us a little cushion to kind of cheat. So sure, yeah, sure, by sure. the 25th, I know for sure we had rolled it out. I just want to clarify this for everyone listening. What you're saying is that augmented reality is quick and easy. Yes. Like it's not, yes. I'm not just making that up. You're not making <laughs> that up. And I would say, yeah, here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> case study. And, and it, and it's cheap. It was free for us. So yeah, cheap is <laughs> free for you. Right. Because you used your, your five free ones. Right. So I love this case study. It's making me so happy. Okay. So a couple <laughs> more questions. What lessons do you feel like you learned along the way? One thing, and I kind of hinted towards this is how do you transition it? You know, the times that we're in today, nobody could have predicted this, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you transition this Zapper experience from being something that you do when a person gets to their desk to 
and nobody's getting to a desk. Everybody's mm-hmm. starting from home, you know? So how do you transition that? So that's been kind of something, a challenge that, you know, we still face today. And then I would say the other thing is for myself, it's having that confidence to know that you could pull something off. I think when it when it started, it was just a good idea, hoping. I think having a team member to support me from the beginning really built up my confidence. But mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm I'm kind of fortunate, but everybody's not as fortunate. You may get pushback right from the beginning from the person that you show it to. They're like, ah. so I mean, it's being able to really understand the power that you have with this idea. And then, like you said, I think before it's making sure you have something to show. So that yeah. those are the biggest things that I've learned. If, if if my partner would have been like, no, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't know if I would have pressed the envelope and we wouldn't have been on the other side. Especially being brand new at the organization. I exactly, can see that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's not strong arm your partner before, <laughs> exactly. before you like, even no. know how to spell his last name. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Like, no, Betty said, you know. I right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> those are great lessons. And um, I think other, a lot of people can, can definitely relate to that. So what's next for you? You guys going to do some more AR? Yeah. Our training program started with myself and my partner and he, he had started in the company prior to me and we were just given this great opportunity. Um, since then, I am the team leader over the team of individuals. He actually just left the company last week to write a book. Uh, so, Look at that. he got a book deal so I mean like it's just crazy and now um I am actively hiring uh to expand our team so that we can be available to our business area so so yeah I think the next thing especially as it relates to AR is now that I understand it and I'm comfortable with it and now I'm in a role that allows for it now i can share with my team now they can be creative and innovative and maybe they have ideas it's it's nothing like having fresh eyes on Mm -hmm. something um so yes i think the next step is letting them get adjusted first you know so giving them a little while to get comfortable in their roles and then introducing this concept to them and see where they take it because like i told them our theme for the year since I've taken over this position three weeks ago, four weeks ago now, has been sky's the limit. And it's just because so many things going on in the world, this is the perfect time for people to remember mm-hmm. is impossible. That's right. Like you can make anything happen. So I think this tool will allow to awaken them to feel empowered. It sure will. It mm-hmm. sure will. Woo. They're going to be woke when it's all over. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, keep me posted on that. I want to I want to hear how that goes. Okay, so what is your best advice to those listening that want to add AR or some other cool technology uh, to their learning solutions toolkit? Ask Betty, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you ask Betty, you know. Yeah. I no, like it. Um, Yeah, I think that uh, the biggest benefit was, you know, you never know why things are the way they are, what's going to happen. Going to that event, being completely open because, you know, we had options like nobody Mm -hmm. had to sit anywhere. It wasn't like forced. Um, I think what drew me to sit at your table was it was something I had never heard of. 
So mm-hmm. I would say stay inquisitive, stay engaged on what's happening in learning and development. How can you make things better? We are at, uh, currently, for my team, we are trying to implement an LMS system. So you know how fun that is. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, so mm-hmm. stay engaged, keep your pulse close to what's going on in technology in our field, and just try it. What's the worst that can happen? Implementing AR didn't cost us a dime. We tried it out. It actually worked. If it didn't work, nobody was going to be like, oh, no, you took my picture and asked me what was my favorite song. And, you know, like nobody was upset. So I would say take calculated risks and risks that will not cause such of of a huge issue. Take AR and implement it across the entire company. Not probably not start there, but you know, if you have a small team like ours, uh, where we started with just a team of two trainers and mm-hmm. in this tool to introduce the team leaders, you know, we didn't take it across the 300 people that's in our business area. We started with our new team members. So just yeah. find a way to, to test it out, see if it works, learn from your mistakes and and um, like I said, just keep stay engaged with what's going on with technology and know that you don't have to be an expert. Like you can learn anything. I love all of that advice, especially the just try it. That was my favorite yeah. part. Like just, try just it. don't be afraid of it. Just try it. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. Well, as we are starting to wrap up, I want to ask you a couple of quick questions that I ask all of my guests. Okay. And so the first question is this. How do you align your passion with your work? Oh my goodness, Betty, my passion. Let me tell you. So I <laughs> I am a part of um, a program at our company and that is all we have been speaking about is what's your value, what's your passion, what's your brand statement? Um, and I've taken the deepest look at myself since transitioning to this company that I've never taken at, uh, uh, as this level before. Um, So, yeah, so I'm a trainer at heart. I'm a coach at heart. I am a person who loves to help people grow and develop to my core. So how do I do it? I find ways to help people grow and develop. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I do it from an easy place because it is a passion of mine. So I'll give you an example. Um, I'm also a part of our team member resource networks at my company. And it's not something I have to do. It's something I volunteer for. Um, it, nobody asked me to be the person who talked about professional development. It was just so much going on in our world that professional development, mentorship, personal growth is where I live. It's mm-hmm. where I don't have to think about the sadness around me. You know, it makes me happy. So. Mm-hmm. You know, although people was absolutely voicing their opinion, their concerns, I would just find a good quote or a good inspirational video or a good TED talk. And that's where I live. And it drew people in. That's who I am every single day. So, um, you know, with my passion being developing and growing people um, at my company, at my church, in my family. So it's who I am. So it naturally came out even in my role. And I've seen some of your uh, workmanship on LinkedIn. So keep that up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you're, 
<laughs> spreading that positivity. All right. So what is the message that you want to get out to our listeners? What do you want them to remember? It can be topic related or not. Yeah, I think it is topic related, but I also is re- kind of related to everything that we talked about. Sky's the limit. Don't let your lack of not understanding something or not knowing something today be the reason why you don't try it, you know, and and look for those opportunities to collaborate and engage with people. You'll be surprised how many times I've been terrified and, and people are like, oh, you sound so confident. Oh, you sound like you, you know, you were so bold. And they just don't know, even when I post things on LinkedIn. I can't tell you how many self-talks I have to have before I post a post. And it's Mm -hmm. not because I don't believe in that post, but it's because I'm always contemplating. And I think once I got beyond that self-talk within myself that said, you know, think about what other people think about you and I started to realize sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. I I don't have to, to put that barrier or that pressure on myself. I can be who I am. I can live in my skin. I can feel good about it. So yeah, if I had to leave with anything, it would be remember who you are and know that nobody can hold you back as long as you're doing what makes you happy. Very inspiring. How can people connect with you if they want to after the show? Uh, LinkedIn. That's the best way to connect with me. Um, I love getting the invites. I'm not going to lie. Like I always look like, wait, who is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you should. Her. Yeah. Because yeah, right. I don't want to get scammed. Uh, I've, I've heard of that. But no, connect with me on LinkedIn. I love to build those relationships. I love to support um, other people in their growth, their vision, their development, whatever they're into, especially my learning and development professionals. Uh, I feel like we have to stick together. Um, who knew that training would be such a thriving area right now, but it is, you know, yeah. so feel free to reach out to me that way. And, and that's how we can stay connected. Well, thank you so much, Mariah Manuel Berry for sharing your thoughts today. Thank you so much listeners. Watch for another episode of the If You Ask Betty podcast soon. Peace out.